Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sweaty sack summer is approaching, and it's time for you to prioritize the comfort of your crotch. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, have spent two years designing the most comfortable box of briefs out there. We've had the honor of testing out these brand new boxers, and we can say it's the softest fabric of any underwear. They're so breathable that it's like gills for your groin, and they even trademarked the jewel pouch, so you know it's serious. We think it's time you invest in your family jewels, so let your bulge breathe and get 20% off plus free shipping by using promo code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. And we are officially, as of this particular second, Right now, which I'm saying right now, this sentence, which is I'm about to finish in a particular second, as of this sentence, we are recording. Right now? At the end of this sentence, well, technically last sentence, which I wasn't done with yet because I haven't done the period to it. Period. Well, when you're finished, let me know. I'll take this thumb up my ass and I'll push a button and be ready to go. By the way, all right, we're going to do this in uh, three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome. The greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Two, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris. Yeah, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the greatest podcast in the history of podcasting time. It's a franchise podcast. How's it going, Mr. Mo? Hey, yo. Hey, Batch. <laughs> hey, Batch. Happy Pride. <laughs> well, uh, I actually have to start uh, this Pride week episode with a bit of bad news. Uh oh. ask you that's something that I have to show you. And note that, that this was not me. I think it was Stella, but it could have been Julie, you know, because either way, the I haven't been able to DNA test this, but somebody, which again, I think it's Stella, but again, you know, maybe Julie, took a chomp out of your wedding picture there, right out of the corner. Uh-oh. I just got home, and I saw this. Now, I have to say, Stella looked pretty guilty, but Julie looked pretty guilty, too. You notice that as soon as we started recording, she left the apartment, so... You know, well, um, I, I just want to know, is this a hate crime, especially because it happened during Pride? And I feel uh, rather ashamed being in this household right now. You know, just, the answer is, is yes. Crime? Yes, it is a oh, hate crime. Okay, good. And uh, good question. Yes, it is a hate crime. <laughs> and I would like to see Julie sit next to you. And I want to I would like you to hold that up to her mouth and see if it matches up. <laughs> I think so. We're going to have to definitely DNA test this because. You know, you could argue that it was Stella that did a pretty clean rip off the chomp there, but at the same time, this could also be a human mouth. You know, it's a little a little too small to be mine because I take big old chomps. But Julie, I don't know, inconclusive. inconclusive. That has Julie really written all over it. And it's, it's just really interesting that she told me to my face how happy she was for me right? and my marriage. And then she turns around and chomps on my wedding photos. And, uh, you know, uh, to be fair, she has been dieting. So I know that she's been a little hungry uh, these last couple of days. So maybe uh, that's what happened there. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take especially because it was the one of you two uh, putting on like it looks like pins or something for the ceremony. So mm-hmm. it looks like it looks like the part where you officially become husband and husband. And that's where like she decided. Well, I like to up. tell Julie why stop there. Why not? Why not um, chop it up and make a nice salsa out of it and just go to yeah. town and eat the rest of it? Yeah. Right. I like to I watch her do that. Eat the whole just, thing, Julie. Eat it all, Julie. <laughs> maybe she just wanted to make a statement. You know what I mean? She, she wanted me to find it and show you. and be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the hate in the hate crime. You evil bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I'm sorry that uh, my household were pride. To be fair, it wasn't me. I, you know, You know how I feel. Uh, well, this is why unicorns are extinct because of monsters yeah. like her. Yeah, and they're just always ripping off their horns and turn them into horses. 
Speaking of unicorns, hey, what am I? <laughs> the pride <laughs> corn. Yes. You should bedazzle that thing. We got to name it. Bedazzle Richard. this. I want to be bedazzled. Hello. <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody for coming to the greatest comedy show of all time at Broadway Comedy Club. It was such a great show. Simo looked great in his little outfits, as he always did. He was quite the face of the show, especially this being Pride Edition. Who else but Mr. Moe to host this shit? And everybody yeah. was awesome. The comics killed. The crowd was awesome. It was a fucking packed house as always. It was a great show. So thank you guys so much for the love. I love you guys. Thanks, guys. And we love you too, Carlos. Ah, oh, thanks, Gors. And of course, uh, make sure you check your the website, tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show for all future show dates. We are going to take July off because we need a break too, you guys. But we'll still be performing all around the city. It's just the greatest comedy show is on hiatus in July. It comes back strong in August. So make sure you check out the website, tiny.cc slash greatest comedy show. And you can get yourself tickets for all of our dates for the rest of the year. It's good times. It's awesome times. Do it. Ooh. Do it. Ooh, yeah. So what's new with you, man? How's Mary life treating you? Can you hear me? Oh. Oh. Oh, there we right go. Now. I think we, we disconnected for a second. Yeah, I said, how Mary li- how's Mary life treating you? And then you uh, cut off immediately. And uh, I was like, away, let's so. change the subject. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready is, for a divorce. Uh, married life is just life. It's just, it's the same old, same old. You know, it's like, it's like you, you go to the ceremony and then afterwards it's kind of like, okay, now what? It's the same old, now we have, now it's, it's official. We have paperwork and. The, yeah, I guess now official, you can't cheat. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess you could, but you know. We could, but if I were to find out, I'm going to put his dick in a jar. <laughs> that was actually uh, not a dildo. It's Simo's exes right there. <laughs> yeah, it's my exes. You know, I, um, uh, I'm like loyal to a fault. Like if someone looks at me, like just glances at me, I'm like, I'm married. <laughs> you can't have me. I'm not going to, I like the attention, but when I notice like someone's actually flirting with me, now I sneak in. Like I do the what girls do with boyfriends at bars. Like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. my girlfriend and I, you know, whatever. once you drop it in a couple of times, they usually get the hint and uh, back off. But I noticed that uh, <laughs> Julie likes to play cool, but she gets jealous when she sees it. One time. Oh, I get jealous. Julie, at least you admit it. Julie will lie and be like, no, no, I don't get jealous at all. I trust you. But once after the show, this girl was talking to me about work, too. She was, this she was Janelle's in the friend. I remember yes. this. <laughs> and Julie comes in there like, and she like walks through the middle. She's like, I need to get my purse. And I'm like, wait, what? What's happening here? And she just goes on and grabs her purse and then goes and like stands right where she was. It was just like, I guess, a. A thing to interrupt the moment, but I was like, "What? You have to get your purse." And I just looked at her. I was like, "Is someone jealous?" You know why? Because she had a gun in there. <laughs> she had a pistol in there. She's like, "I'm gonna pull her gas." This bitch's brains out. We're talking to my man. I did never see her again. So I wonder why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense to me. And Julie refuses to talk about that night. So <laughs> you know, I, I went to the bank recently to to ask for a form, uh, and. I had to like put a request in and the guy was talking to me. I said, um, I said that I was sponsoring my husband for um, a green card and I needed a, a form for um, uh, to, sh- to show finances for those applications. And the guy was like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then when you get married, it's not yada yada. So whatever in the middle. And then when I was leaving, he was like, hey, so this, this is your number on this form. I said, yeah. He said, so can I call you? And I said, about um, my request. And he's like, oh, maybe we can like get a drink sometime. I said, are you kidding me? No. It's like, I'm married. And he says, that doesn't mean anything. And I said, well, it should. And so, no, you cannot call me just to call me. If it's if it's bank related, sure. Otherwise, no, I take offense to that. And I was like, you fucking kidding me? I didn't even tell Osmario that. I was like, that's so stupid. So like, people are so, I can't even say gay people. It's all people are fucking grimy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think people are are just horny and they just shoot their shot at the wrong time and 
that guy in particular, like as soon as you said, I'm here to sponsor my husband, that should be, oh, okay. No more, no more thoughts there. I mean, you can fake it. Like, <laughs> Maybe he thought up. it was a fake marriage. Maybe he was with the government. That's what I was about to say. Like if you'd have been like, yeah, sure. And then some guy would have kicked down the back door. Freeze, get off the ground, asshole. <laughs> I knew it was bullshit. <laughs> Beat him. I was like, it's like, this is so shitty. It's like, people are so fucked up. Yeah, people are fucked and, and I'm not going to lie. Uh, there is a reason why 50% of marriages end in divorce. I mean, people are thirsty, you know, and it's kind of like, it's kind of like once you, you know, like I, I've spent some time in the hospital and uh, for my burst appendixes and they would tell me both times, okay, you're going to go into surgery tomorrow or whatever. Starting like this minute, you can't have any more water. And as soon as they told me I can't have any more water, that's when I would get thirsty. You know what I mean? I was of thirsty course. Before. So it's the same thing. As soon as like, oh, well, you know, until death do you part, you can only be one person forever. Ah! That's when people bug out and start having like these things. And you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, people get crazy. People get crazy. Not cool. Not cool. At the same time, and I've noticed a lot of bachelor parties is like, and I think bachelorette parties are the same shit too, though. And this might sound controversial, but people get grimy at bachelor parties. Oh my so, god, yeah. Good. Lord. I didn't have one. Yeah, no. I've seen. I've seen most of my close friends have never done anything to like cheat on wives or anything like that. But like, I know a lot of other friends whose bachelor parties I was not at, who definitely did some shit that their wives would not be happy about. And I'm sure the wives are doing the same thing too, though. So they might even have like an arrangement. They might have like a yeah, pass. Like you can true. do this. I just don't want to know about it, and just know that I'm gonna get, I'm gonna dip and do it too. Yeah, like with before I dated Julia, I was with this other girl uh, for a few months, and I went to Vegas, and she told me when she, you know, right before I left for the airport, like, listen, uh, if I know it's Vegas, you're gonna be with your friends. You know what I mean? If something happens, like it's Vegas, don't worry about it. I just don't want to know about it. And I was like, huh, I didn't expect to hear that, but sure, I guess. But at the same time, like, it's like, I thought about it for a second and I was like, well, that does sound like the greatest thing ever. Then when she goes to Vegas, I have to drop the same fucking uh, thing. You know what I mean? It sets yeah. a precedent that this is okay. And when you go to places like that, you're allowed to go fucking whore out. So I was like, I appreciate the offer, but no thanks. Like, <laughs> I know how this movie goes, like, and I don't like it. Uh-oh. Yeah, and then and the one time you you do, um, you know, dabble, you're gonna end up bringing home a little something something. Yeah, and meaning the clap, or you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Or the girl would be like worse looking than who you're with. It would just be like your shit house, and you're like desperate, like I just need to bang something. That's where dumb boobs get made. And, uh, I have a yeah. friend that um, cheated on his girlfriend, and he thought it was like no strings attached because she was um, uh, she lived out of the country and was just visiting, and then yeah. she went back to her country and was messaging him all the time on WhatsApp and like social media, and was like crazy stalker bitch. And his girlfriend found out about it, and it's like Ooh. bad news. This one, is keep the your worst. dick in your pants. You know me, Mister Mo. I'm a man that demands perfection. And perfection doesn't just stop at the waist. Oh, no, no, no. My balls demand it too. Which is why I've been all over the all-new Manscaped boxers. My boys are in heaven, Mr. Mo. Heaven! Let's say you're on a date and your partner catches that Manscaped on the waistband of your underwear. It's almost guaranteed to raise some eyebrows and act like a billboard on the highway to Pleasure Town. Oh, yeah. And this is thanks to their Lawnmower 4.0, the best electric trimmer for below-the-waist grooming. This trimmer offers skin-safe technology designed to trim hair on loose skin. Outside of just ball trimming, they're now focusing their efforts on helping out your thigh slappers and other ways with the game-changing boxers. These boxers' features include... The Jewel Pouch! A pouch designed to cradle your boys in their own special space, lined with perforated performance fabric to keep them well ventilated. Basically, just imagine your balls sitting back with your feet up, sipping some pina coladas, you know, chilling on a hammock in some tropical beach. What a day. The micromodal fabric is buttery soft and breathable, keeping your cucumber cool. Walk, 
Ron Hell strut these moisture wicking boxes breathe without breaking a sweat. And the tackless waistbands hugs your body without digging in, and it lays flat against your skin to reduce chafing. The front fly opening gives easy access and makes bathroom breaks quick and efficient. And you can choose from arrangements of designs and colors and sizes, ranging from small to triple XL, for all my guys out there. So make sure you get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FRATCHAT at manscaped.com. Once the Boxers 2.0 touch your sack, You'll never go back. The worst story I've ever heard is this guy uh, went to, he was married and recently married, I think, maybe like a year or two, pretty early on in the, in the marriage. <clears throat> he went to Margarita Island in Venezuela, which is a little island right off the coast there. It's beautiful beaches. People go there to fucking party. And this was... This was like the eight, early, mid-80s, you know what I mean? So uh, it was before Venezuela became what it became. So it was it was hopping at the time. And he goes there, gets fucked up with some people, ends up in this crazy orgy. Just everybody's banging everybody. It was banging everybody. Comes back to Venezuela. Uh, obviously, his wife was not at this orgy. He fucks everybody. Comes back to Venezuela. He gets his wife pregnant, you know, him and decide, they decide to try. A few months later, she goes to check on the baby. They, they do a blood test on, the, on her, and her and the baby have HIV. <gasps> the guy fucking caught HIV at this orgy. He didn't know. Came back to Venezuela. Did it with his wife. Baby. Oh my god, are they still together? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure no. I'm pretty sure she was like, ah! and this was no, this was like the 80s, like I said. So this was before like treatment was widely accessible. I don't know exactly what ended up happening. Uh, to finalize the story, I just know that is what happened. But fuck, can you imagine, dude? That's why I keep it in your pants, boys. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You know what? When I was growing up, all the porn ones used to like sneak to watch. And even like nowadays, um, all they all had like um, actually, let me take it back. All the pornos I watched growing up, everyone had um, condoms. It's just when you have yeah. sex, you have condoms. But now I look at pornos and they don't have condoms. Yeah, some I like, see that's such a, That's like a bad like uh, example for the youngins. Yeah, that's. They true. should make it a like a rule. If you want to film a, film a porno, go for it. Just make sure you wrap your dick. Because young kids are watching this when their parents aren't home. Well, you're watching porn, not to be, not to be a fucking, uh, you know, a, a, a hero to kids. You know what I mean? But I think in the states where they don't use porn, when most porn is filmed in like California stuff, I think, and like Vegas, I think. But the states where it's legalized, there are strict testing. So technically, they do have to be clean and proven that they're clean before they can bang uh, without a condom. Now, I'm sure the shit you see on YouPorn and stuff like that, where people, you know, upload their own videos at home, uh, is definitely, you know, a significant other or some shit. And those are not, definitely not tested. Uh, but as far as like the real legalized porn industry, those people are tested harder than anybody you'd see. It's crazy. It's actually pretty crazy. Well, wow. it's like, I feel like. As long as they don't show the whole uh, putting on the condom, turn into a health class, I'm okay. <laughs> I think that's necessary. I think before every video, they should have a little PSA. <laughs> the actors you're about to see in this are trained actors. And they've been through extensive testing. <laughs> so you want the, the pizza guy to walk in like, hey, baby, did you order a pizza? Oh, yeah. I'm paying for the pizza. I hope you brought extra pepperoni. Say, like, ooh, not on the pizza, but you can have mine. Dun, 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 dun. And he takes off his pants real quick. And then she's like, wait a minute. And then everything just stops. Like, you must put on a condom. And then the guy like takes it out. Like, <laughs> just but you know what? <laughs> that could be sexy though, put on a condom. They never show that. If they could do they could put on a condom very sensually you know what i mean i also think they should they should do like 
Like, um, at the I did end, have a girl um, that put it in her mouth once and then put it on my dick, and that was pretty cool. I was like, wow, really? I was like, it felt like you know, like one of those clown balloons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was oh my pretty, god, it's Snoopy! She did no hand it too. It's like she just like whoop, and then like. It's like wow, like, this that is, is really talented. Yeah. But but I think that they should have after every porno, they should have like, here's a nine month update and have like, like a baby. <laughs> They're and pregnant then, and they hate their lives. And they'd be like, like um, this this is my dick nine months later, covered in scars and bumps because we didn't use protection. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I think that sounds like the worst porn I've ever heard. You need to teach these kids when they're young. <laughs> you need to get them some scratch and sniff stickers in the shape of dicks. And so they scratch it, they know what a dick smells like. Because you don't get that sense from a movie, but you know that shit rank. Did you ever see the movie The Exorcist, the classic? Of course. So you know how... Uh, and then a couple times in the movie, they like quickly splice like the face of like the devil or some like some like monster, whatever it is, demon it is. And yeah. it's very quick. It's like a quick second. <laughs> Shouldn't you do that in porns, but then splice in like herpes dicks and dicks with chlamydia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish there's a way that you can give um uh like college kids like a little like hint of chlamydia just for a day. Oh God! Well, I did speak about the guy in our fraternity whose pledge name is Clementosaurus Rex. Oh yeah! Uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Because he got it the first time he had sex. So, talk about a PSA right there for anybody. The first time you bang, you get chlamydia. Ooh! And he said it, that was like the worst pain, like you could even imagine. Like it's just like peeing hot lava. Out of your- <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> this Pride Month, I hope everyone is being safe and I hope that everyone is using protection. And just because you're on prep does not make you immune to chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, hepatitis. There's a lot of scary things out there. Like nothing's going to ruin your day um, more than a positive test result and burning lava uh, BB. So think about it before you dip into it. I agree. So speaking of gays, what's on the agenda today? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Mr. Marvel. We are here to conclude our Pride specials by talking what we know a little bit better than anybody else. We're going to talk about characters, baby. We're going to talk about memorable queer characters because we watch a lot of TV and film. And honestly... Uh, not just because we are actors and in the biz and we like to better ourselves, but actually because there was a goddamn quarantine not that long ago and we were stuck at home. So we've seen a lot of stuff. So we're going to talk about most memorable queer characters, guys. So we're going to talk about most memorable queer characters. We both had to pick our top five. Yes, we both picked our top five. And this one, no, uh, we're not going to do like in a particular ranking like we did our last week's topic. Uh, the- the top playlist because that was the definite top 10 playlist this is just our favorite fives here uh and then you know i don't think these are anything particular you mean this isn't the favorite five each like this is the <laughs> best queer characters in the world this is the, the definite most amazing list. absolutely fucking awesome most memorable queer characters of all time yeah i do like being aggressive so, fuck you guys. This is fuck it. You guys. <laughs> you don't like it. Stop listening to our podcast. Actually, no, don't stop listening. But <laughs> if you don't but, agree, it's because you're wrong. Yeah, damn right. Get your own podcast and then you can do your own goddamn list. But then keep listening to ours. And, you know, don't tell us to listen to yours. Totally but can I tell you who I thought for sure you're going to put in your list and you didn't? Go on. So, can I start with uh, honorable mention? Yeah, sure. Um, interview with the vampire. Who is gay in that? Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise are married. They were not married. What? Yeah, you, no, they weren't. They were like, no, fucking yeah. Tom Cruise just made him a vampire, but they weren't married. What? Yes, where did they you get were. that they were married? When did they get married in the movie? I don't know. Like a long time ago. They're old. <laughs> what? No, they were not married. 
fucking Brad Pitt was walking down the street. Blah, 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 and then Tom Cruise ambushed his ass and fucking bit him. But then he decided to turn him into a vampire so he wouldn't die. And then he was kind of like his like mentor type thing. And then Brad Pitt decides to leave and do his own thing. Because Tom Cruise is kind of a monster. Uh, and he's not that type of vampire. And then, you know, I think uh, Christian Dunst gets brought into the thing. But no, they weren't fucking married. Where the hell did you, is this a porn version that you watch? Because this is this seems to be happening a lot. What is happening? Here? Okay, let's see. <laughs> so, famed novelist Anne Rice wrote this book, right? And um, she claimed well, in two thousand twelve, huh? Maybe in the book they were married. Go on. She she confirms the vampires Lewis and Lestat are a same sex couple with a child. What? But they never fucking explicitly said that in the movie. I'm sure in the book, that's what it is. Well, a lot of movies say they, they were like, mm, we were just this was, it, yeah, this was mid nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. This was before. I think this was before the Ellen thing. Yeah. So I don't imagine Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise uh, broke back mountain, but in hindsight, it would have made millions. Ellen is another honorable mention. I just feel like we've talked about her. A lot, to so. death. I know. I felt the same way, and we've talked about the impact of her show. So I guess it is memorable, but it's like, you know, come on. It's time to let us talk about somebody else. Because then we always end up ripping on her, and you know, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who do you have first on your list? So my first one is uh, Cam and Mitchell from Modern Family, played by Eric Stone Street and Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Yeah. I think, uh, I for one thing, I know Eric Stone Street's straight, but he plays a really good gay guy. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson isn't he gay, but they're very cute together. And I actually just watched the episode with Julie uh, yesterday or two days ago where they get uh, married. And it is such a damn adorable episode, and everything that can go wrong goes wrong. And I ended up crying like a sucker. And it, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, they're so cute together. But also, like, I like how one of them's like uh, really into sports and shit, and the other one isn't. So they're they're like a typical couple, and they they really make it. Even they the show is called Modern Family. They really modernize the thought of like a gay couple. So I love it. Great stuff, and I love that fucking show. It's so funny. Uh, That's fantastic. The cast is stellar. Um, My boy Al Bundy, shout out. (laughs) Yeah, boy. Which one is the um, redhead? Is that Eric Stone Street? No, that's Jesse Tyler Ferguson. That's Jesse Tyler. The big guy. Oh, okay. Well, one of them, I don't know which one it is, but one of them just won a Tony Award for um, Best uh, Special Guest. Ooh. on, On what? Do you remember what? I don't know. Um, let well, me see. I think I think it's Tony. I think uh, it's Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Actually, let's see. Um, he yes, he won a Tony Award for Best Featured Actor in a Play. For Take Me Out, 2022. Wow. Well, that's fucking great. Wow, good for him. Successful bastard. Give us a taste of the good time. (laughs) He's got a bunch of Screen Actors Awards for Modern Family. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, that's so Nominated for some Primetime Emmys. Nominated for People's Choice Award. Wow. Wow. He got uh, video music... Uh, MTV Video Music Award for You Need to Calm Down. What's that? I don't know. What the hell is You Need to Calm Down? Um, it's a song recorded by American singer-songwriter Taylor Swift. Oh, he released was in Released in 2019. I guess he was in the video. Dancing around with Taylor. Oh, okay. Taylor. Well, good job, everybody. <laughs> I do like that movie, that that TV show, Modern Family, okay. quite a bit. And Sofia Vergara is like, she oh, is the queen, so hot, and she, I mean, she's like fifty years old and just so. Is she really beautiful? Yeah, she's, she's beautiful, she's but around. she also just. But I think that people forget how smart she is. I mean, she's a brilliant comedic actress, she, and people. I think people forget that she's so brilliant because she's so beautiful. Absolutely, but her timing is so good, and her 
I know that the way that she brings out the real Spanish woman into the equation is so fucking fantastic. And <laughs> she's just a funny, funny lady. So uh, big shout out to Sophia. Big fan. I remember her in Four Brothers. And I was like, wow. She's oh, yeah. Places. She was in that. Wow. So feisty. Oh, I loved her in that. They had sex on the dryer. Mm-hmm. Lucky ass Tyrese. That's a great movie, by the way. Four Brothers. All right, so first on my list is um, I'm going to go with Noreen from the Brady Bunch movie. Oh. So I remember watching this movie as a kid, and uh, this character was a closeted lesbian, and I'd never seen that in a show before. I never seen it in a movie or anything. So I thought to myself, wow, that's interesting. And um, I just thought that, that that character was just so endearing. Uh, so uh, Noreen was played by this actress named Alana Ubach. Ubach? 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 I'm not you sure batch. how to pronounce. You batch. She's also in Legally Blonde. Alana Ubach. <laughs> uh-huh. She was in, um, most recently, I think she was in the, the show called um, The Flight Attendant. But I remember her in... She's one of the students in uh, Sister Act 2. Do you remember that movie? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sister but Act 2. I don't, I don't remember her in it. And I she, don't she was the one who was like, the love boat. That one. Oh, wow. This this lady has range, man. And so, you said, who was she in uh, Legally Blonde? Uh, one of her, one of um, Reese Witherspoon's friends. One of the obnoxious friends. So okay. obnoxious. I actually okay. didn't like that role of hers. And then you said she was in The Flight Attendant now? That was, uh, I, I saw that show with, uh, what's her face? Uh, the blonde girl who was in uh, that show with the nerds. <laughs> Why is my brain not working right now? I don't know. <laughs> my brain never works, but I also <laughs> smoke a lot of stuff. Um, well, so anyway, Pretty words. Bunch movie. It was an old comedy I, I like that there. I just thought it was just so relatable. I have been a gay person in love with a, a, a straight friend because you don't know anyone else who's gay. And then uh, down the line, somehow this other beautiful um, bisexual or, or gay woman approached Noreen and then they had a happy ending. So it was just, it was really nice. And this movie was a spoof on the show, right? Correct. Because I've seen, I've never seen the whole thing. But I have seen clips of it, and uh, I know Ben Stiller's wife is in it, who's a very oh, funny actress. Oh, she's so funny. And also uh, one of my Hollywood crushes. Uh, she's funny RuPaul. and beautiful. Yes. Uh, <laughs> RuPaul. <laughs> Absolutely. She's in it. Love you, Ru. Uh, yes. Uh, Ru. Actually, yes. RuPaul is in it. I, I remember that. Do you know who else is brilliant in there? Anna Ferris. She's uh, so good in it. It's wow. a great cast. Yeah. Yeah. But- I do remember like just watching it and being like, this is not how I remember the Brady Bunch actually being, but you know. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Now I have to watch it all the way through, but I have seen bits and pieces of it. And I just remember being like, this is way funnier than I remember this show being. Like, this must be some kind of spoof. So cool. Very cool. All right. On for me, I'm going to go with the character David Rose, played by uh, Daniel Levy. Ew, David. <laughs> Dude, and he is so funny. Uh, and, and of course, Eugene Levy and him are such a cool father-son uh, duo. Uh, they totally gave me the feels in that show. But I like that his character, even though like it starts out as this arrogant, like clueless uh prissy dude who never has done anything for himself he grows so much as the show goes and he starts like figuring shit out and he starts taking charge and and you know he like for example he ends up helping out with this lady's store and then he ends up uh helping her sell it for way worth more than it's worth and it's like wow like look at this guy like be just being amazing and taking charge and turning out to be Dope. Yeah, he definitely had the biggest arc of all of them. Yeah. I well, his sister agree. too, but but I think that he had a huge arc. And I think it's also interesting that, uh, you know, a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people believe in bisexuality. They, right. They're they always like, bye now, gay later, you know, <laughs> but but he was clearly bisexual in, in his love affair with 
uh, Stevie, yeah. and then his love affair with who was who was the ultimate guy he, he ended up with? Was his name Patrick? Yes, I think so. Um, I want to call him Neil, but maybe that's his real name. I forget. But uh, I, I think that they were very cute together, and I loved uh, uh, David's um, his analogy. He was like, sometimes I like red wine, sometimes <laughs> I like white wine. I just like wine. <laughs> and I just think that's a beautiful way of saying, listen, I'm pansexual. Like, I don't care what you're working with down there. I'm, I I just like to get busy. I just want to fuck. Uh, fuck. Can we all just fuck? That's, uh, that's actually what I said uh, last night to Julie. But we were at, uh, at McDonald's and I was just ordering everything on the menu. It's like, listen. <laughs> I sometimes I just want a Big Mac. Sometimes I just want twelve chicken fingers at the same time. Sometimes I want six chicken sandwiches and eat them all until I throw up. I just want McDonald's, okay? And she's like, "Why are you doing this? It's two in the morning!" And she's like crying and stuff. And I'm like, you know, Julie, this is who you're with. Uh, you better love it or leave it. And she's like, fine, I'm leaving. And it's like, don't you go anywhere. And I hold her down, you know, and she's like, I'm going to call Uber, the police. And your Uber driver is like, make up your mind. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you stay out of this. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you see what you made me do, Julie? Now call the police. No, wait, no. We'll say it was an accident. Oh, crap. There's a camera. He was recording everything. <laughs> and then, you know, we uh, have to bury the guy, get rid of the evidence. It's whole thing typical tuesday <laughs> yep here we are <laughs> it is what it is you know <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> uh anyways who's next on your list okay i'm gonna go with let's say uncle frank uncle frank. from mrs Dalfire, played by harvey firestein is it firestein uh, or firestein i don't know but his name does sound too much like harvey weinstein these days and i think yeah it does it. do you remember the movie mrs Dalfire? i love uh, mrs Dalfire. Remember, remember when uh oh what was the actor's name who played mrs Dalfire? was his face robin, um, williams. robin williams he he goes to his uh brother's house and he's like i want you to make me a woman and uh, then they're like, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <laughs> but that was another instance where I was like, oh my gosh, a same sex, same sex uh, uh, lovers or, or uh, partners, and they didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah, the characters were a little like stereotypical, but it was just nice that it wasn't like made fun of. And Amber, the kids were like, who did this to you? And he's like, you know, your Uncle Frank. And they're like, okay. But it wasn't like, ew, they're gay. It was just yeah. like, this is our family dynamic. Yeah, no, you know? totally. And that is cool. I didn't, I've never thought about it like that, but it's true. They totally didn't harp on the fact that he was gay at all. It was just a gay character. The kids were like, okay, that's Uncle Frank, you know? Yeah. And he was also an Independence Day, actually. He was the guy that talked like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that actor. But I, I also just, I don't know, I just i just feel like it was just so rare to see any gay characters and yeah. to see a gay character in uh, another, like, kids movie was That's super true. important to me. That's very true. And that movie is so goddamn good. If you've never watched Mrs. Doubtfire, you are missing out. It holds uh, up it's a classic. to this day and uh, has a hunky Pierce Brosnan, you know, so this is a pride show. Oh, he takes his shirt off at the pool. Oh, yeah. Even even I fucking came to that. Not just kidding. Just kidding. But it's a good good movie. Check it out. It's really funny. Uh, It'll it'll give you a little tear. You know what I mean? It'll give you a little tear. Uh, It's a little tearjerker as well. Hello! (laughs) Now, is this before Pierce Brosnan was Bond? I'm pretty sure it was, right? I think so. Yeah, and then he fucking became James fucking bond you guys so i think he's had a pretty decent career if you'd say so you know? doesn't pierce have a sexy son too oh i don't know i don't know let's see google that google that um, hey is- siri show <laughs> me a picture of pierce bronson's son brossman oh here are some images of pierce bronson's son from the web take a look Where the fuck is pierce mm, bronson no is that charles bronson <laughs> He's tall and model esque, but um, hey, this is me, I, Charles Brunson. <laughs> uh, but I don't think that no, he's kind of dorky. Just kidding. He he's he's tall and and he 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 looks like he could be a model, but 
you know, models are also known for like supermodels on Runaway are also known for being like really awkward looking. He just looks awkward. Like, I don't think his balls ever dropped. <laughs> and then I will say that Simo uh, is a former model himself. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it takes one to know one, you guys. <laughs> wah, wah. <laughs> What can you do? <laughs> okay. Uh, up next for me, I'm going to go with a character that I'm not going to lie. At first glance, when I started watching the movie, I was like, ah, of course, they just gave her a gay friend to be like a talking gay in the movie. But then as the movie went on and uh, this character uh, started doing funny, funny lines, like, she doesn't even go here. Um, <laughs> really grummy and this is damien from mean girls played by daniel friend fifi francishi frank shish i don't know how to read that one francisi francis <laughs> daniel francis i don't know i can't only he's like too it. gay to even function yeah <laughs> Stop trying to make fetch work, you stupid homo. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Oh, my God. It's, he's such a funny character and uh, really just was way more than a token gay character. So to me, it just he just stood out because I really didn't expect anything of him. And it, he just made me laugh throughout the whole movie. And uh, that's a movie that's also just so goddamn funny. It's a great movie. All around Him cast. singing um, Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So fucking ridiculous. And that's another one that I might give a watch uh, recently uh, in these next few days because it's worth a rewatch. Uh, and it has such a good cast. Uh, Tina Fey. Uh, what, what's this guy? Tim something from that he was on SNL. Uh, obviously, Lindsay Lohan when she was just on fire in life and at her total peak. Uh, what's her face? The, the, the girl that plays uh, Regina. Oh, fuck. What's her? What am I blanking out with her? I know she, you mean. Um, she was in all the movies with Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah, from The Notebook. The Notebook. Her name yes. is. Why can't I can't remember. And uh, Wedding Crash. Emma? No. Um, Mick something? <laughs> no. Mick. Mick. Um... Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Jagger. <laughs> uh, what is, what is her name? Why, why can't I remember anything? I did buy new weed, so maybe that's it. <laughs> okay, I just looked at the notebook. It is Rachel McAdams. 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 Mick something. There you go. And then all I could think about was McDonald's again. And when you said that, I was like, ooh, chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drooling. You're on the air. <laughs> yeah, I got to clean off the mic roll there. <laughs> so well, Damien this guy was a good one. Damien. Okay, Daniel Franzese was in this show called Looking. Remember that? No, what's Looking? Looking was a really good show. Um, let me see. He um, he plays this um, character named Eddie, okay. and he was like one of the other characters' love interests who volunteered at a homeless shelter for LGBT youth. Oh, and he was like, um, uh, I feel like he was shirtless or naked a lot, and it was all about. And I just feel like it, it promoted body positivity because oh. he wasn't like Mister you know, ripped cut abs, but he was still sexy. It's right. like, you can't, you can't label sex as sexy, sexy, regardless well, of speaking figure. of sexy. We have been, uh, you know, sexifying our frat chat podcast feed, uh, for manscaped. Uh, they did release those boxers, which I'm not going to lie. I took those picks because I love those goddamn boxers. And even though we actually should market, uh, manscaped, Regardless, it's they're just damn good boxers. So we've been whoring ourselves out. And sexy is sexy, folks, because you can go on Frat Chat Podcast right now at Frat Chat Podcast and see us in our skibbies. Simo shaking his bedonkno. Like, you know what? <laughs> Christiana gave me the best compliment about my ass. Uh, so uh, I love her for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on your social. I did. I think. Uh, I think so also in person, she's like, I don't want people to think I was objectifying you. So I'm just going to tell you in person that you have a great ass. It's like, thank you so much. I've been working so hard on it. Yeah, he really has. I remember a young 
freshly moved to New York Simo who still had to wear butt pads and his pantaloons. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a real butt. Now look at him go. <laughs> yes. Okay. Who's next on yours? Next on my list is, let's say, Christian from Clueless, played Ooh. by Justin Walker. Okay. And this was important to me because uh, even though, like, it, uh, I, th- I think that this scenario is very relatable. Pretty high school girl falls in love with her best friend who happens to be a homo. Uh, so it's awkward for all parties. But even though he played up some stereotypes being a really good dresser and a fun shopping partner and whatnot, I just love that he was a bad bitch because when he pushed him to shove and when Ty almost got thrown over the, the railing, he saved the day. Mm. Remember that? I was like, you can be gay and a bad bitch. Look at that tough motherfucker. Go ahead, boy. Yeah. And that's when Simo started committing hate crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's when I started getting in fights in school. Simo <laughs> got in 16 fights his sophomore year alone, and he lost 16 fights his sophomore year. I'd be like, what the fuck you call me? I'd beat the fuck out of the little bitch. And then he'd be like, oh my God, I just asked him to pass me a French baguette. I wasn't saying anything about you. Well, now you know it for next time. You better watch your fucking mouth. See, mommy, why does that guy yelling at me? Simo got in trouble for assaulting the kindergarten class. <laughs> fuck you, Johnny. <laughs> I'm not fucking polite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't play. They say I don't care if it's your playtime. It's never playtime. That's right. <laughs> 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 okay. Well, uh, up next for me, and uh, this character, this this is a show that I actually never finished last season, even though it was pretty damn good. Uh, it's Sophia in Orange is the New Black, and uh, I don't mean to uh, name drop, you know, but uh, it is played by Laverne Cox who uh, I had the pleasure of being in an acting class with a couple of times. So, you know, oh, just saying. She's uh, so hot. Uh, we are trained by the same guy. So uh, hire me, you guys, because I have been in class with Laverne Cox, you know, so I have watched her work. So I've stolen everything. Everything that she does, I've stolen. Literally everything, you guys. <laughs> I found out where they stashed it after the surgery, and I stole it, too. <laughs> You know, I drank it in a milkshake, and now I have her talent. <laughs> Yum! I uh, I will say she's won the best dress on the red carpet year after year. Like, yeah. like event after event, she's always like a top contender. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention she's super talented too. But let me tell you, she is like a fashion icon to me. Yeah. What a beautiful. Lady. So, uh, you said that they didn't do the last season. No, I just haven't finished it. Uh, oh, I don't know why. I just like was I was watching it, and then I don't know. I just kind of fell off it. You know, it's just one of those things that happens sometimes when you, you just watch too many episodes. Like I was watching it at nighttime, I think, and I was like, man, it was getting really intense. I was like, maybe I should watch this at nighttime, but then I just never had time to watch it during the day, and I don't think Julie had seen it, and I didn't want to go through all the goddamn seasons again with her. But it is a damn good show, so maybe I, Some, I literally have like four episodes left. So. <laughs> sometimes I don't watch the last season because I don't want it to be over. That's true. That does make me sad. It makes me sad. I don't want to finish it. And, uh, I, the last seasons like, are, are easy to disappoint. People usually are not happy with last seasons. I've noticed that. Do you, you ever like when you were dating? Did you ever have this like online affair with someone from like one of those dating sites? But then, no. but then when you meet them in person, you're like, oh, there goes my fantasy. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like, like, t- like, on the Tinder. sound of your Actually, voice. I guess, I, I guess I, I had a, t- a date with someone who went to my school, went to our school, and, but we didn't really hang out. We had mutual friends, but we ended up matching on Tinder. Because uh, she's also from Jersey, and she happened to be visiting, and I guess we were at the same time, whatever. But we set time for me to go down to Baltimore and to an O's game, and I know we were both very excited to hang out. But then when we ended up being together, it was just like definitely nothing there at all. Like it was like bleh. so nothing at all ended up coming out of that. <laughs> so I guess I I don't know how it feels. 
pure disappointment and sadness. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> oh. you, you're like dropping her off at her house. She's like, all right, I guess that's it. And you're like, that's it, pal. And you <laughs> punch her on the shoulder. See you, kid. <laughs> High five. <laughs> Did a secret handshake real quick just to really emphasize it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, next time we're going to go straight to lunch. Just with the pally pal and, uh, you know. Maybe I'll bring my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know how I handshake people. I go like this and then I go. Ew. Why would you do that to someone? That's like, that's like hand rape. That's what I do. (laughs) Sorry. Now I see why you're actually not allowed at your church anymore. It's not because you're gay. (laughs) (laughs) Father law. I'm jerking you off. Oh God. Get away from me, son. (laughs) Let me let me swallow the body of Christ, Father. Oh God, stop that. Stop that. Get out of here. Get out of here. Mm. Okay, so next I have uh you ever heard of the movie called Fried Green Tomatoes? Yes. I have. So I'm not sure if if they were like explicitly portrayed as lesbians in the movie. I think it was implied, but I know in the book they're clearly an item but this is the character Iggy. oh so wait wait wait. so here and ruth so here you walk in on your on your little tippy toes going around this thing i think it was in blood in the movie but then in the book it was that and then meanwhile you go in and jump in and be like brad pitt and tom cruise are totally gay together and ask you why mr mo why aren't you giving it so much emphasis, as they would say? Huh? Huh, you coward? No, this was... I, Stand up for your beliefs, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I watched this movie as a kid, assuming they were an item, and being like, wow, this is a beautiful partnership that they have. Right. And uh, um, so, it, I don't know, I forget how it's pronounced, Iggy, but she was uh, portrayed by Mary Stuart Masterson, who's a great actress. But Ruth was portrayed by Mary Louise Parker, and she was phenomenal. She's one of my favorite actresses. So I I just assumed that they were uh, an item in the movie, and so I'm gonna go with that. They were my fa- that's my favorite lesbian couple. <laughs> Who may not be lesbians? <laughs> I think that. <laughs> Who may or may not be lesbians? <laughs> I think it's interesting. So I think that Ruth was. Um, so let's see. Let's see. Let's actually. What are the clues that made you think that they were lesbian couples? Yeah. Well, top three at least. <laughs> I know that Iggy was in love with Ruth because she saved her from an abusive relationship, and then they ended up living together and like having a life together. And I got the sense that everyone in the neighborhood was like cool with it. Yeah. They raised the kid together. Man. So they literally uh, interview with a vampire did. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that back then, like people were scared to, to be like really explicit with with homosexuality because they didn't want to yeah. lose donors. No, totally. So to be strategic, they were like, oh, let's just hint at it. <laughs> let's just give them really bright purple pants. Everybody will know, right? <laughs> Everybody will know. (laughs) It's like, imagine a world where someone in a movie would have just been like, yeah, we're gay and we like to fuck. But this is an action movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone are in. (laughs) Bullet in the ass. (laughs) Yum. Would that have made it acceptable? Is that that the push that America needed? Would that have solved anything in the 90s? Or would that have just been a massive flop? I don't know. But I'd like to think that under the right uh, packaging, maybe people would have been more open-minded. They just have to be someone they like really wanted to like like. You know what I mean? Like like maybe like leaking the story of Richard Pryor uh, banging Marlon Brando back then would have been fucking dope. You know what I mean? But yeah. Who knows? Or maybe they would have both been screwed. But they both were like at that point. Marlon Brando was a recluse. Was like four hundred pounds. He didn't give a fuck. And uh, Richard Pryor was dead or dying. So, you know, what do they got to lose? (laughs) They didn't care. (laughs) (laughs) 
A hole's a hole. <laughs> they didn't have flashlights back then. No. So they had to improvise. Yep. Just take a take a quaalude or take a So Richard Pryor was like, you know what? I could I could fuck Marlon's asshole or just lift up a fold and slide it in and it is what it is. <laughs> fuck a pocket. <laughs> Uh, the old rocket pocket, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the old rocket oh, pocket. Yeah. <laughs> rocket pocket. <laughs> you know what? Oh, I heard that Star Jones has some rocket pockets. Ooh. Up for auction. We've <laughs> 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 got $12 on it just because I just want to see. <laughs> Let's <laughs> just to see what it looks like. <laughs> Wipe some it sweat smells out. like kibbles and bits and mothballs. <laughs> <laughs> it sweats at 23 degree weather. Like, how does this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, gross. There <laughs> oh. was my turn or your turn. I can't your remember. turn. My turn. Okay, so this is the last one. All my list. This is all my list, and I had to take it off the oh. list because you beat me to it. I have to say, though, this one's memorable, maybe for all the wrong reasons, <laughs> because <laughs> Enos and Jack, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger and Brokeback Mountain, when that movie came out, it led to – I mean, it was a great movie. It won an Oscar, uh, you know, and Michelle Williams in it was absolutely phenomenal. That is some great mm-hmm. acting. And fun fact about that, uh, she had to film her scenes – Without Heath Ledger, I believe, because uh, uh, they had movies and shit they had to film. So she filmed a lot of her scenes with a stand-in. So that makes oh, wow. Like, that makes I didn't know like, that. Yeah, even crazier to see when you see the kind of emotion and range she put in that movie. But I got to be honest, when that movie came out, everybody was ripping on everybody for being gay and we call them Brokeback Mountain. It's even someone's pledge name in our fraternity was Brokeback Mountain. Uh, I had a jean jacket that literally my mom bought for me. I really, that movie came out when I was like 17. Uh, and I loved that jacket. It was so sweet. And then that movie came out at the time and I was like, great. I can't wear the jacket now, mom. I hate you. And I ran to my room. <laughs> I remember the, the names were Ennis Delmar Ennis. and Jack Swift. I said Enus. <laughs> Enus. Enus. Enus and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Ennis Del Mar and Jack Twist. However, why name your kid Ennis? Like, why did I? Why not just Dennis? Yeah. Is that just like a bad speller? I don't know. But I, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and and uh, um, Heath Ledger are both brilliant in it. And this is another example of of uh, I guess bisexuality. But were were they were they? bisexual by society standards but truly gay at heart or i don't know because i I do think that there was a lot of love for their wives you know what i mean that's true but maybe you know you start a life together so maybe there's the the love and respect there but sexually speaking you know they just wanted each other Man, I can't let like, go. What is it that she says? I can't let you go, or something like that. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to quit you. I don't know right? how to quit you. That's what it is. That's <laughs> what it is. That is the line of the. Movie. No, I just thought. You ever watch Varsity uh, Blue? Oh and yeah. Like, I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I think that um, uh, Brokeback Mountain was a beautiful movie, and you know, I remember when I was in college. Uh, I I went to, to Blockbuster. Remember Blockbuster? <laughs> hey, oh, hey, yeah. hey, Generation Z kids! There used to be a place you could rent movies. It's called yeah. Blockbuster, a physical and, building, and then they charged the fuck out of you for every day it was late. It was a whole yeah. Thing. <laughs> and I went to thirty two dollars on Batman Returns. <laughs> uh, I, I went to to rent a movie, and they were like, "Give up." Lathy, you haven't returned a movie. I said, "What movie is it?" And they're like, "Broke Back Batman." I was like, <laughs> "But the thing is, I still don't know who did it. Someone, someone used my Blockbuster card and rented the movie, and I, sure. and I, I never seen it at that point." 
and I was totally curious and interested in it, but it was on my account. And I was like, which of my fraternity brothers barred it? If anyone's gay, it's me. But so, someone okie-doked me. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, I don't know, sir. This is, is this does look exactly like you in the security camera right there, wearing the trench coat and the sunglasses. No, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the anima, I swear they're not mine. <laughs> oh, that's an anima, huh. <laughs> sir. You are wearing a Brookback Mountain shirt with a "I Can't Quit You" uh, quote in the back. <laughs> that was a total coincidence. I uh, my clothes were in the washer. <laughs> I was going that's hiking. I, I just thought, I thought I needed this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a Nike shirt, a motivational uh, message. You know, I just can't quit you. I am very into my fitness. I thought Brokeback Mountain was a survival film about the dangers of hiking. <laughs> you see, I had to watch it 17 times just to make sure that it wasn't. <laughs> I need to help pitch in a tent. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He definitely This is before YouTube. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> And Steve Googled, how do I pitch a tent? And Brokeback uh, Mountain came uh, up. It's like, oh, well, well, it definitely worked, you guys. It's funny. You mentioned Brokeback Mountain. And my, all of a sudden, my camera, my microphone's giving me all this feedback. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. right, is this my cat? Is this my, is this my, um, my microphone or my loins? Yeah, I don't know. Is, this, is that a cell phone in your pocket or are you just having to uh, It's a dildo. <laughs> I've been playing with it. Oh, um, all right. So uh, I got my last one. And this okay. one might be a little controversial. Okay. God. But remember the movie American Beauty? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So this character's name was Colonel Frank Fitz. Okay. Played by Christopher Walton Cooper. And in this movie, I don't want to give away any spoilers, but I, I guess mean, the if you haven't like, seen it yet. It's from 1999, isn't it? Like... <laughs> Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay, so this character was incredibly homophobic and he was so mean to his neighbors. He called his neighbors faggots and he was like, why are they always rubbing it in your face? And his son was like, well, you know, they don't think there's anything wrong with it. So they're not rubbing it in anyone's face. So he was so homophobic and turns out that he was actually uh, gay. And oh, he threw himself at Kevin Spacey's character and it was uh, dismissed or declined. Uh, Kevin Spacey declined the offer. And then so this character, Frank, uh, ended up shooting him and killing him. And it was just this pent up rage from having all this pent up, unreleased sexual gayness. <laughs> gayness. Sexual angst. I don't know. He just had this this repression, and I, and I think this is a great example of how scary repression is. You know, mm. um, if, if you're if you grow up in an environment where it's not safe or acceptable to be gay, like it really does eat you alive. I'm not saying that all gay people who are closeted shoot people, but no, there's no, a but lot the, of scariness comes from that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, there's there's people who are just so angry about it for because, like you said, it's just not accepted in their home and whatnot. So they just become these monsters, and they're just refuse to face it because heaven forbid they come out of the closet but i'd like to think we're in a world where it's a little safer for that but man seeing some of the shit that i see on the news sometimes i'm like well this was an interesting movie for me growing up because i remember thinking to myself like hmm there's some guys in high in high school that weren't very nice and yeah. then i just think to myself they might be hurting the most yeah because they just like yearn to eat dick and they haven't <laughs> eaten any dick, and they just want to eat dick so bad. I know this dude from high school who totally uh, now he's married and, and I think has kids, but his wife has like a weird thing with him where I guess if it's with a guy, it's not cheating. So he goes and gets and bangs and gets blowjobs from dudes, and it's like looking at him, I'm like, ah, I knew it. He, it's one of those dudes that tried so hard to be manly in high school that I'm like, I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. So she's like, it's, it's, it's not cheating if you're in an all male orgy and you're yeah. swapping semen spit 
I guess if it's not a vagina, Harry right? got next to you. As long as it's, as long as we both like dick, I guess we have something in common. It's not cheating. What? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Let me tell you, if it was Mario hooked up with a woman, I'd be so upset. Male or woman, it doesn't it doesn't matter what creature he's touching. If it's not me, I'm pissed. See, if Julia hooks up with a woman and I'm not there, I'm gonna be very pissed. But <laughs> I'm like, what? I missed it. You didn't even let me watch. I fucking hate you, Julie. I hate you. That's what would kind of happen in this situation, you know. Uh, <laughs> but if I get the invite, man, you know. So, Julie what if she know. was like, okay, I want to hook up with this girl. And the only way that you can be involved is if we strap this on and plow the fuck uh, out of Guess I'm just going to do the old SEMO and bite down in my bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'd be like, I'll just be like, all right, guys, I'm going to wait for you at McDonald's. Call yeah, me yeah, yeah, no Come way. Pick me my, up. my anus could not take that. Can I take a beating? I, sometimes I take big poops and I'm like, ooh, no, I don't think this is Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. So I don't think I don't think I am built for that for that. I'm uh, built to give, not receive. <laughs> sometimes after i got boned if i need to take a dump it just flies out of me like <laughs> like a kid and like slip and slide you know what i mean like whoosh. it looks like an omelet <laughs> yeah pretty much it's just folded over and <laughs> <laughs> gross <laughs> is that is that a burrito no it's just it's just my loose butthole yeah yeah well it does look like beans but no it's just me it's just a butthole. Oh, naturally. Just torn up. And <laughs> well, of course, we have to end our pride episode by talking about Simo's butthole. It just yeah, num num. <laughs> Who so wants that- some bean dip? <laughs> Anybody? <laughs> so on that note, make sure you uh, let us know what you think of our list uh, by following us on all social channels at Frat Chat Podcast. That's on Instagram. That's on Facebook. That's on Twitter. Check out our YouTube page at tiny.cc slash Frat Chat Podcast. Make sure you give me a follow on all such channels at Carlos Does the World on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok, Carlos Does World on Twitter, and tiny.cc slash Carlos Does the World for my YouTube. Last but not least, follow my good old buddy Simo there, or it's a hate crime. Remember, if you don't follow yeah. him right now, especially the last week of Pride, then mm-hmm. you are a hater, and we will send the cops after you guys. So do it at chris.more.comedy on Instagram at cmorecomedy on the old Twitter machine and uh, send us some stuff so maybe he'll get a TikTok and be cool with kids like I am, you know, because the kids love me these days. And uh, I say things like no cap or buzzing, you know, because I'm cool with the kids. So, yeah, yo, yo, kids. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> yeah, you see, see, <laughs> I just uh, pretty much displayed why I'm the hippest. Carlos is like, hey, kids, I have candy. <laughs> so much candy. <laughs> Would we you like to come into my van? <laughs> 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 so, come into my van, and we'll be back next week, you guys. Ben Simo, get us out of here. I motion to adjourn this gay, gay, faggoty fucking meeting. And I suck it. Wow. You have a really powerful throat. That's what she said. He said, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what? She says, she has a dick. That's what Father Thomas said. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. We'll be back next week. See you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.